of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. I'm an American! I'm an American! I'm an American! This is mass madness, you maniacs! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It is Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. We are under attack psychologically, biologically. What are we going to do about it? Well, we got to educate ourselves. So that's what we're going to do today. Rudy's Revelation. So today I learned about the organization uh, that is responsible for the election malfeasance over the past nine years has been the Center for Election Innovation and Research. And they hosted a summit on American democracy, a code for subversion of American democracy in DC over the past couple days. Um, And one of the speakers was Bill Gates my Secretary of State, which she's going to have some explaining to do. So it's under the cover of making it easier for people to vote, uh, which has always been a canard. It's actually what they're figuring out how to do is to stop Trump again. Um, That's why they get together. So Bill Gates and Zuckerberg are going to dump more money into you know, not just Secretary of State races. I mean, uh, Soros already did that, but paying the Secretaries of State themselves to pay off their uh, employees that run the elections to keep Trump, AKA Hitler, out of office. So what they're gonna do is basically say, Oh, we're making it easy for people's ballots to get counted when those ballots are, in fact, illegitimate and fraudulent in a lot of the cases. So that's the whole point is convincing their minions that they're doing the right thing to get them to do the wrong thing. Also in the news, uh, National Legal and Policy Center CEO Peter Flattery was arrested at the Berkshire Hathaway shareholder meeting where he questioned the business titan Warren Buffett and the corporation Berkshire Hathaway's support for Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. More Tucker Carlson news also coming up in the top stories. He announced his lawsuit against Fox. Uh, We kind of figured that out after he retained a high profile lawyer a contract lawyer. And uh, he also plans um, for a news outlet featuring himself to be aired on Twitter. So he's not going to stay silent, which is a good thing. So I've been really tired lately and doing the podcast uh, early in the morning, which is not my best time to concentrate. But I am going to do my best. So let's dig into the top stories, uh, which I'll be covering, and more, more headlines coming up. I'll try to speed through it. 
But don't forget to engage the channel, like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, follow me on social media, click that notification bell. Um, and if you're gonna comment, comment, leave an argument if you disagree with something I say, or if you agree, or you think I'm doing a good job, just say thank you, or give me a thumbs up, or engage the channel in some way, shape, or form. So let's get into it. So we're gonna start out here with uh, the website for the Center for Election Innovation and Research, which is uh, they innovate and research ways to throw elections. That's the whole point why Democrats are Democrats is they want you to rely on the ballot, which as the Soviets used to say, you know, it's not the people that use the ballots, it's the people that count the ballots. And that's the whole point to stay in power is uh, ballot and election malfeasance uh, through a variety of different uh, vectors. So I'm gonna try to shorten it up a little bit. I, I usually go about 20 something minutes and then recently been going almost half an hour. So I'll try to shorten it up. So here's their website, uh, Summit on American Democracy, which is happening a, uh, just happened over the past couple of days at the Spy Museum in, in DC, which is <laughs> appropriate because uh, part of their mission obviously is surveillance. So our mission is to restore trust in American election system and promote election procedures that encourage participation and ensure election integrity and security, all lies. So um, they may wanna restore trust in the election system, but there's no reason to trust it as long as we have mail-in balloting, ballot harvesting at Al, because that is the vector for the majority of fraud. And so they go on to say, uh, that that's their mission statement. Uh, they wanna encourage participation, which is the key. They wanna get everybody to cast ballots, per, plural. So as many ballots as they can to keep Hitler, AKA Trump out of office. That's the whole lie. It's not, it doesn't encourage, it doesn't make more people engaged. A lot of people aren't engaged in the political system because they don't think the political system serves them. That's the reason. So what they do is they just register people and then they need the ballots to match the amount of registered people. So in some counties, 100% in Democratic counties, 100% of registered voters turned out. That's just, that's not, not even possible. And that's what they're saying. Oh, it's to encourage everybody to vote. So I just wanna go over quickly some of their news, new communication support program launched for election officials under siege. So they're under siege, I don't know who from, and that was from September of last year, from July of last year, Defenders of Democracy Awards given to election officials, experts, investigative journalists, all who are pushing for the new world order and the Democratic Party, obviously. Like the Democratic Party somehow stands up for the common man, which it just isn't the case. They're the new party for the elite. I mean, they're part of the uniparty, but you know, you get where I'm saying. One year later, legacy of January 6th insurrection, ongoing efforts to undermine results of the 2020 election. So they're touting again, January 6th, uh, which was, you know, a canard of sorts, but it was obviously um, something ran by a federal 
law enforcement uh, provocateurs, uh, you know, for the most part. Sure, there were people out there waving flags, they were angry, but the whole breach of the Capitol was made to look like it was some sort of insurrection. And the fact that they call it an insurrection, which the FBI said it was not an insurrection, and it wasn't an insurrection. And the news organizations were calling it armed insurrection. We know what it wasn't it, you know, because they say people were armed with flagpoles. And back into 21, new polling data confirms the negative effects of election denial on Republican voters. Bipartisan group of over 50 election officials from across country uh, send a letter to Wisconsin legislators supporting Wisconsin chief election official Megan Wolf. And most of these people are all Democrats. New report shows how easy it is to vote in your state. Yeah, easy because you could just you register online and uh, you get a ba ballot sent to you, and even if you don't fill it out, someone will fill it out for you. So Ballotpedia has a, a post on the Center for Election uh, Innovation and Research. The Center for Election Innovation and Research is a 501c3 based in Washington, D.C. as September 2020. The group's website works with the states to help them maintain accurate and current voter lists. N they don't. <laughs> uh, accurate and current voter lists is that... They keep the uh, the voter rolls bloated on purpose and secure their election technology to prevent interference. The organization was founded in 2016. You know, I'm just going to stop here just for a second. I got another text from Perry here. I'm sorry we didn't get Perry. Tuesdays with Perry up last night. He had a, a work emergency that would have been uh, episode 40. Um, so I just want to apologize for that for anybody who was maybe uh, looking for that episode. Voters deserve elections they can and do trust. Democracy is strongest when citizens are invested and engaged in a successful government, feel connected to their leaders. They don't need to be connected to their leaders because they're not their leaders. They're representatives. They're not their leaders. See, that's with people. Dem democracy is strongest when the citizens are invested and engaged in successful government and feel connected to their leaders. They're not leaders. You know, the ex the executive branch, the administration is a president and he maybe leads the country, but he doesn't lead the people per se. He is the executive. He leads the country. The bureaucracy he leads doesn't lead the people. He's not, Joe Biden isn't charging into battle with the battle flag. I mean, come on. So, CEO, so the center was founded in August 2016 in response to the historic decline in voter turnout and the impending threat of foreign interference that seeks the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax again, that seeks to further divide our nation and depress citizen engagement. The group said it helps states maintain voter accurate and voter, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't. So this is Influence Watch, the Center for uh, Election Interfer uh, Interference. <laughs> That's what it should be. The Center for Election Interference and Rigging is an electoral policy advocacy group which provides grants and conducts research ostensibly to increase voter security, increase voter turnout. The organization was created in the wake of 2016 election because their guy didn't win. And we'll look at the, in a second, we're going to look at the speaker list um, at their DC summit, and it's all Democrats. Why is that? In August 2020, Facebook founder and billionaire Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan announced they were donating $50 million to the center, a sum 50 times larger than the organization's 2017 revenues. The actual amount of the grant was later confirmed to be much larger 
<laughs> totaling 70 million, according to Zuckerberg Chan Initiative website. $70 million to this center. And we know a lot of that um, money went to de uh, Democratic secretaries of state to dish out to their minions to throw the election. It's called bribery. We're going to give you a raise. We're going to give you a bonus. Um, but Trump can't get elected, wink, wink. Because he's Hitler. You know, back in 39, or, or, you know, back in 39, if you were in Germany, knowing what you know now, would you have let Hitler get elected? I mean, it's just, that's that's the story they tell to these people. I'm serious. Um, okay, so the center is run by David Brecker. We went into all these things. Uh, funding, Zuckerberg donation, uh, controversies and criticisms. Let's go to this. Illegal campaign intervention lawsuit in 2022. On September 22nd, 2022, the right-leaning watchdog group, <laughs> Center for Renewing American Files, they always have to characterize. See, that's the whole bit of the left or even left-wing uh, mainstream media is everything is characterized, whether it's right-wing, right-leaning, uh, you know, <laughs> They can't just call people, why do they just call them conservative? Right-wing, right-leaning. Filed a complaint with their Internal Revenue Center alleging that the center had violated rules prohibiting the 501c3 nonprofits from intervening in elections in 2020. The complaint also extended to two related nonprofits, the Center for Technology and Civic Life and the National Vote at Home Institute and asking the IRS to investigate and strip these three nonprofits of profits of their tax exemption. The center's complaint also suggests that Zuckerberg and Chen may have contributed the national vote at Home Institute and asked the IRS to investigate that claim. The same day, the Center for Renewing America also filed a complaint against the IRS, Mike Zuckerberg and his wife, alleging they had taken improper charitable contribution deductions on roughly $400 million in total that the couple donated to these center uh, election center group since the latter nonprofits have been used to funds and engage on unlawful unlawful electioneering and were therefore liable to those uh, to lose their tax exemption. The center wrote, the very genesis of Zuckerberg Zuckerbuck's program also shows that it violates sections 501c3 because it is designed to benefit the personal financial interests of Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan by avoiding any adverse financial consequences of staying out of the 2020 election. Specifically, the Zuckerbucks program was conceived to offset the supposed damage that the couple did in the American politics in 2016 by passively allowing Facebook to be used to elect a Republican president. Michigan grants paid to Democratic consulting firms Wisconsin Special Counsel Report, and then they have the references. I mean, this uh, Center for Election Innovation, this Influence Watch isn't, uh, isn't um, non-partisan uh, for sure. So I told you about this meeting. They had a past couple days. Here are the um, speakers, uh, the ones that stick out. Obviously, David Becker, he is the executive director. Um, but lots of uh, secretaries of state, specifically Democratic secretaries of state, but the one Major Garrett, chief Washington correspondent from CBS News, and author of The Big Truth, Upholding Democracy in the Age of the Big Lie, Bill Gates, not the Bill Gates, oh, it's not the Bill Gates, Mar Maricota, Maricopa County, uh, Arizona supervisor, 
um, I thought it was the Bill Gates and a lot of other, Brad Raffensperger, Georgia Secretary of State, who ba- basically threw the election, specifically he did, um, because otherwise uh, Donald Trump would have won in 2020, and Stephanie Thomas, my Secretary of State, who I know, it's a shame that she's going to speak there. And I have no opposition to everyone getting their chance to vote, but election day should stay election day. And if people need to get uh, rides to the polls or whatever, that's fine. But mailing out paper ballots is not is not okay with me because it invites fraud, which indeed occurred. Mark Zuckerberg, this is from the New York Post, Mark Zuckerberg spent $419 million on nonprofits ahead of the 2020 election and got out the Dem vote. So we saw a lot of that. And then I want to go to the next story here, um, which is the uh, National Legal and Policy Center chairman, Peter Flattery, is arrested during Berkshire Hathaway's shareholder proposal presentation. Elderly guy in a suit gets roughed up and arrested because activist investor arrested at shareholder meeting, this is the Daily Mail reporting, after slamming Warren Buffett's funding for Bill Gates' woke philanthropy and ties to pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Peter Flattery was arrested after refusing to leave Berkshire Hathaway meeting. He was allowed to speak. He was at the microphone speaking, and he was interrupted and arrested. He criticized Buffett's funding of Gates and later to sex trafficker Epstein. Video shows him being grabbed by a police officer and dragged out of the venue. Flattery condemned Buffett's funding of Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Uh, The shareholder had his mic cut halfway through his allotted three-minute time slot before being arrested and dragged out of the venue. What the fuck is that? See, that's my problem is, my problem with free speech is keeping people to speak freely. And this guy had a legitimate time allotment. He spoke, uh, he wasn't using profanity or direct attacks or whatever. He was questioning Berkshire Hathaway's funding uh, to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which funded pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Legitimate, a legitimate cause. Fox News reports uh, Jeffrey Epstein-related suit. Virgin Island says it can't find uh, Google co-founder Larry Page. So Larry Page uh, was subpoenaed for the lawsuit and he has gone into hiding, apparently. So the Washington Post reports Tucker Carlson announces Twitter show Elon Musk tweets cool welcome or a cool welcome hard to say Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox News last month and we don't need to go any further because it doesn't really tell you anything Axios scoop Tucker Carlson accuses Fox of fraud contract breach uh because they never announced why they fired him so if you're in a contract with somebody and you dismiss them If you're employing somebody and you're in contract with them and you dismiss them without cause because causes for dismissal are listed in the contract, you just can't, it's not like a lot of people that are work for hire, you know, usually unless you're an executive, you don't work in a contract or in a union, you don't work for contracts so they can dismiss you out of hand. Just, you know, you're fired and we don't have to give a reason. But if your contract with somebody you can't just fire them. And if you're a union employee and that union that represents you as a contract, there are uh, dismissal procedures and there are discipline procedures. You know, usually you're disciplined, three strikes, you're out sort of thing. Um, you just can't be fired for no reason. Or you can't be disciplined for no reason either. So that was the, re- obviously they're in breach of contract because they just needed to get rid of him immediately 
And that's because he was threatening to divulge national security, which is basically how we rigged the elections. And, you know, the fact that they had agent provocateurs during January 6th, everybody knows this. I mean, this is well admitted. If you talk to any Democratic friends of yours or liberal friends of yours, and they're like, that's just a right-wing talking point. The FBI admitted or actually refused to admit how many people they had there. So it's a lie of omission. And if anybody knows what a lie of omission is, it's just they don't say. That's the whole thing. You're like, you're spreading conspiracy theories. All right, prove my theory is wrong and I'll let it go. I'm all for information that could prove me wrong. That's where my wisdom comes from. So, but if you just say, if you just say what I'm saying is wrong, that's just a counter argument. You can't prove it. It's like the Uvalde shooting. Okay, whatever. 20 something people, kids were shot to death. Okay, but I never saw any evidence of that crime. So you just telling me that it happened doesn't make me believe you. So the Washington Post, uh, students can't get off their phones. Schools have had enough. Obviously, they said after kids came back from the pandemic, the whole thing about the smartphone is to get you directly engaged. What they wanted to do, and I've seen prototypes and I've even seen the device itself, is then they wanted you to put your phone in the, because the phones are all the same size and they fit right into a VR headset. And so that was, they were hoping that you'd be so glued to your phone that you just put it on a headset and put it over your face. We haven't gotten that far yet. So uh, ChatGPT is causing a stock market ruckus. Investors race to access the rise of artificial intelligence as a possible iPhone moment. It's gonna, in a year or so, everything's gonna be upended. So prepare, uh, gird your loins, prepare. So NBC News reports uh, Dianne Feinstein set to return to Senate after nearly three-month absence. The California Democrat has missed 91 floor votes while recovering from shingles. Yeah. She is, she has Alzheimer's. She has dementia. She doesn't know where she is half the time. She shouldn't be holding office, period. And so they need their, they need to get her there for uh, a couple, because uh, she sits on the House Judicial, uh, the Senate Judicial Committee, and so they need to rule on Clarence Thomas's ethics bullshit that they're raising. All this is bullshit. The Trump trial that was just had, that just they needed someone to accuse him of rape. It was one person's uh, testimony. He raped me. And they're like, okay, case closed. This, uh, and so they need Dianne Feinstein, the senator with dementia, to, uh, to sit uh, on this committee hearing on uh, Judge Clarence Thomas the ethics complaint, but also they need to appoint judges and they haven't been able to appoint any judges because uh, Feinstein has been um, holding them up there because she's got dementia. I don't know. She's not going to be able to hear. She might hear the argument. She, she won't know. She's, she's been out of her for some while. Wall Street Journal, stop printing money, how voters would solve the debt ceiling standoff. Nearly half of Americans oppose raising the borrowing limit a new Wall Street Journal poll finds. Of course, that's why the House bill passed. And that's why the House, the uh, Republican hold, the conservative controlled House passed the bill that they wanted to pass because they need some spending restraint. Okay, COVID's over. 
but they kept the spending at COVID levels or close to it. It's ridiculous. That's why we had all the inflation. You have to curb spending. You can't, that's the problem. People don't understand. It's been a long time since the old Democrats, old policy initiatives of tax and spend. They tax the shit out of you and then they spend it on everything they can. And it's all graft because they start a new program to help people. And then the people that are running that organization, they take huge salaries and, and graft. BBC, baby born with three people's DNA in UK first. Oh, that's exciting. Someone's got to put a stop to all this technology or just a pause on technology and go, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. And everybody is aware that Title 42 is um, expiring. So migrants are flocking to US-Mexico border ahead of the Title 42 Trump Trump era policy like it's a bad thing. So everybody wants to get rid of it. Oh, it was Trump policy? Get rid of it. Uh, it was keeping the border from completely collapsing and actually gave some teeth of the border uh, patrol to be able to expel not a majority, but a good portion of people trying to cross. And now it's gonna be taken away. And it's a good thing it's gonna, you know, it's not a good thing it's gonna be taken away. I mean, even the Democrats voted to keep it in place for now till they can figure out something. Um, the problem is it's just, you know, an unskilled people with unskilled, you know, I have nothing against these people, but you flood the country with millions of unskilled workers. It's, it's a problem economically. Other than that, you know, I, I, I agree we should maybe increase legal immigration or give a pathway. Um, but that has to be worked out. You got to do an immigration bill. They've been trying to do this. But even if you're going to grant amnesty, which I'm not necessarily proposing, although some limited amnesty might be probably have to now because you can't expel how many millions of people are here illegally but um, before you grant any sort of amnesty you would have to shut the southern border so a wall with increased security no one could get through or extremely difficult to get through and if they catch you trying to get through you're immediately expelled uh, deported you know, that, that needs to be done before you even start thinking about amnesty. So amnesty is going to be part of any immigration bill. And so you have to close the effing border first. Because if you grant amnesty and the border is still open, well, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to give even more of a surge. So anyway, that's it for me, Rudy's Revelation. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Leave a comment down below. Leave a comment down below. Let me know what you think. And I'll see you tomorrow. The New World Order. The New World Order.